Hear ye, hear ye. I hereby bring this meeting of the holidays to open. Bring it to open. Is that right? As you know, I am Ben Franklin, the spiritual embodiment of the 4th of July. We've called this emergency meeting together because we've heard some concerns about Christmas horning in on all the other holiday time. As we know, Thanksgiving has been losing ground to Christmas for years, but now we've seen Halloween even being forgotten about as Christmas is now starting in October in certain locations. Halloween, let's hear from you first. This year, I had all sorts of spookiness planned. I was going to schedule a Jason X marathon on AMC. That showed Jason X over and over again. <laughs> it turned out only two out of three dorks on a podcast liked the movie, so instead AMC just decided to show those stupid Lexus with a red bow on it commercials for 48 hours. I mean, who wants a Lexus for Christmas anyways? Oh, great. My insurance is now $250 a month so I can drive a Camry that has fake wood in it and gets shitty gas mileage. Hooray! The delegation has decided that all holidays are created equal, that they are endowed by the Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty... Yeah, yeah, we've heard it all before, Fourth of July, man. That's all fine and good if you're a high-profile holiday like Independence Day. But I don't see an Arbor Day movie starring Will Smith or Cinco de Mayo having a parade through town. Probably because everyone is too drunk. Did someone say too drunk? I threw up in my underwear last night. I don't even know why I had them off. Oh, God. <laughs> It's a me, Chris Columbus. New Year's is alright. People do a protest my birthday now. I'm in the founded America, and those natives I murdered deserved it for being on the land before I got there. Is that my fault? I'm not touching that with a ten-foot pole. Although, if you buy your girl this diamond necklace from Jared, you might be able to touch her with a pole. Oh, boo-hoo, Valentines. You buy your girl some blood diamonds so you can go under the sweater over the bra, but don't give a crap about the air you breathe. It comes from trees, you know. Trees, like Arbor Day shit. That's me in case the writer of this didn't make that clear enough for you. Oh, oh, oh. Nick me chawa wormo. Mo kili mo aklandi mo shagdu wampadi. The mighty Jabba, delegate for Thanksgiving, says you should have just one more helping of stuffing, you fat piece of shit. Oh dear, oh dear. I think we've got a little off track here. Does anyone else have anything to say about Christmas? Uh, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. Sneaker Madness, I'm your host, Justin. I've got two people in this room with me. Both of them are always in this room with me. First off is my wife, Jackie. Howdy. And the other one is Sam, a guy. And I'm not always in this room. Well. I'm only in this room for a couple hours every every week. Yeah, I think you'd like to think that, but I think it's more. <laughs> more like six. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it, gentlemen. Hmm. Merry Christmas. Tis the season to be jolly. Yes. If, uh, or or unjolly if you're the three of us, because I think we got a real turd coming this week. I think we just got out of monster butt bullshit, and now we're, you're throwing us into a monster butt. I don't actually. He's grumpy. He's, so you go in knowing he's grumpy, yeah. grumpy cat, which is the the opposite of a monster bud. Monster bud's supposed to be helpful and fun, fun and goofy, but usually they just fuck up your life. So maybe grumpy cat, uh, you know, maybe he's not so bad. Maybe he'll be a total butthole. I think he probably is just about as annoying as a, but not quite, as a super baby, say. Mm-hmm. Well, the movie's got a 5.6 on IMDb, which is not great, but uh, it's enough for somebody to like it. 5.6 is, well, here's the thing. I'm going to just go ahead and say that's got to be fucking completely skewed by the people that spend half of their day looking at pictures of cats on the sure. internet. And Grumpy Cat's a celebrity, so. He's one of, I think he's stealing Mr. Winkle's thunder. Yeah. You know, the only reason I picked this, right, was because when I was out shopping, they now have Grumpy Cat, Christmas Cat stuffed mm -hmm. animals mm -hmm. oh, that good. you can purchase. Yeah. And I thought, what the hell is that? And then I read the tag. I was like, Grumpy Cat. And then I looked it up on the internet and I was like, oh, dude, there's a movie about Grumpy Cat. Sweet. We're doing it. Of all the ways to get rich in America, to just have a cat who's weird looking. Yep. It's fantastic. Hey, man. I'd love it. Country of opportunity. I'd have to get a cat first, which I'm not too keen on, but. Grumpy cats can make, a, make, it, make it in the world today. Unless they're foreigners. Fuck those guys. We don't let them in America. Uh, we are still looking for a few more submissions for the awesome VHS stories. If you have a good one, send it to us at talk at stinkermadness.com and we'll read it out on the air. Why you could be famous just by writing us a story. I wanted to throw one in because we mentioned it last week. My gator bait story. So You did mention it last week. As we know, as some of us know, the lost gator bait episode is is a stinker madness treasure. It's like uh it's like uh the Jerry Lewis movie that he keeps locking in his vault uh, about the clown that's uh working for Hitler that nobody's allowed to see except for we actually really lost gator bait. Like it does not exist. We recorded gator bait, we watched gator bait, that episode has ceased to be, but it's our lost episode. But back in the day when I was a young child, the cover of Gator Bait was quite erotic. Claudia Jennings with, uh, you know what I'm talking about, with the with the denim, and, you know, there's not a whole lot underneath the denim. No, it was uh, it was a spank bank material. Yeah, well, when you're an eight-year-old boy and you see it at the store, you're like, oh, would like to watch this movie. It's about the only pornography you've seen at that point. Right, yeah. So the, so the local store that uh, I grew up at had this on VHS, and I always wanted to rent it, but I couldn't rent it. Because, you know, it's a it's a dirty movie, basically. Well, I mean, it's not a dirty movie, but it's got dirty elements in it. Uh, so when I became an adult, I went into the store to rent Gator Bait because I'd always wanted to see it. And I was like, I can do this now. And the store had rented it to a guy who then left it on the dash of his car for like a month in the summertime. <laughs> and it completely became one with the dash. And he was like, I'm not fucking paying for that shit. They wanted like $600 for their copy of Gator Bait. And they're like, I'm not. No, screw you guys. So I never got to see Gator Bait until like 10 years ago. Mm. Yeah. I, I went like eight years without seeing Gator Bait, knowing full well, full well that I could have seen Claudia Jennings kicking ass in the bayou. But some fucking drunk had to put it on his dash and be like, well, that's just tough shit, boy. I think the only, uh, speaking of VHS and video stores, the only movie that I always wanted to watch every time I walked by it, just be solely based upon the cover, was April Fool's Day, which I've still never seen. Mm. Because every time I say I've never seen April Fool's Day, I, the response is, it's mm. not that good. Yeah. The response, mm. yeah. yeah. I've seen it. But yeah. it had the noose in the hair. Yeah. Yep. And no, the knife behind the back. Yeah, good it's cover. a great cover. Speaking of great covers, 
streaming do's and don'ts. Starting out with uh, one I've been talking about for a long time, but we finally got to it because I'm ready and I was pumped and uh, I watched it. It was called Star Trek Nemesis on Netflix. Oh, just watched this recently. This is the one with Tom Hardy, right? It is the one with yeah. Tom Hardy. Jackie and I watched it both. I think you might have fallen asleep a little I bit. I fell asleep yeah. during so, this movie. So do you think Brent Spiner like called the, called his shot like in the production meeting? He's like, Data's got to go out like a, like a major fucking hero. Yeah, I I could see that for sure. Like because apparently I read that uh, uh, Martina or Marina Sirtis. I can never remember. I, I'm just gonna call her Martina Sirtis. Uh, yeah, Counselor Troy. Right. Yeah, she cried when she saw it. Like oh, then she looked at Brett Spiner and was like, "Data, you're dead." And he's like, "No, Data's dead." I am Brad Spiner. I am quite alive, you stupid. Are you a Trekkie? Do you not feel my wiener in the popcorn? <laughs> I'm alive. It's flesh and blood down there. That's it's the only, yeah, it's the only movie premiere she stayed awake for. Apparently. I guess. <laughs> she, was, she was fantastic in Mass Effect 1. Yeah. Um, for eight minutes. Yeah, I really actually didn't like the movie very much. Did Frakes direct that one? Uh, no. Uh, it was this guy named Stuart Baird who had yeah. apparently never seen an episode of Star Trek TNG ever in his life. And he couldn't get any of the ca- the cast name right. He kept calling LeVar Burton Laverne. Like, <laughs> oh, it's a you, Laverne. No, it's LeVar, you idiot. And like, so I nobody liked the roots. director. Yeah. Reading Rainbow. It's been on for like 30 years, dickface. Uh, just make it a picture. He's like Petoff. Oh, that guy. Like, you not... don't want to work with Stuart Baird. I apparently. guess not. But uh, I will say, I really liked fucking Tom Hardy in this movie. I thought he fucking was great. What is he, like 12, you think? No. No, dude. He's a full-grown-ass man. I guess. He looks no, a lot No, he's like in now. his early 20s now yeah. and during this movie, huh. definitely. He looks very young. Yeah, and he's definitely a lot svelter. I guess he took the role very seriously, so he was like, well... I know I'm a good actor because I I believe Tom Hardy's one of the finest actors that's working today. And he's like, I'm going to I'm going to fucking give it all because this is my breakthrough. And then the movie tanked. And like, I guess he went through like this really long bout of depression and his career was over and all this. And then he got the break in Bronson, which was like not like a like a six year period of him not being successful. Thanks to Star Trek Nemesis. Mm. So kind of a bummer, but I'm still going to give it a don't thought it stunk i think they all all the tng movies stink yeah it's pretty bad first contact's the best one and it stinks yeah yeah uh next up on oh jackie i guess you're a don't because you fell asleep <laughs> yeah definitely a don't i mean from what i even watched i was so bored i wanted to just lay there and then i closed my eyes and i was gone this one i think we all would have liked to have slept through it's a future smab for contender and i uh I don't think it's going to win something, but uh, it's Mordecai on Epics with John Depp and Ewan McGregor and Gwyneth Paltrow, a bunch of A-list Academy Award winners. Gotta be good, right? I hated this movie. It was really bad. I don't know what he was doing. Do we like it or hate it more than Chomps? Which is more annoying, Chomps or Mordecai? Mordecai. Mm. I think Mordecai might have been more annoying. I don't know. I don't know which one pissed me off. I think Mordecai pissed me off less than Chomps. I don't know how this, like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is Mordecai? Who was like, this is a great fucking idea? A-listers? Was it parody or pastiche? They couldn't decide that. That was, that was, that was uh, mistake number one. Is it in a, like a a Is it an adventure? Is it a heist? Is it? Or the love guru. 
I don't know. It was just awful. I hated it. It was a lot like the Love Guru in that it wasn't funny at all. In- and incredibly annoying. You want to kill the main character because he sucks. He sucks so bad. He does suck. So I don't think anybody in this room is going to argue that uh, John Depp is a nominee for worst actor. Now, here's where I'm and I'm in a, I'm campaigning again for uh Eddie Redmayne. Sure. Eddie Redmayne is also a we're not now we're not gonna say who we think is going to win. I'm just I'm declaring. campaigning for Eddie Redmayne because the thing He is definitely a nominee. That uh Depp here from, from uh Jupiter Sending is just have, doing know. his normal it's BS, but he stinks. But uh-huh. Eddie Redmayne is really trying hard and he really sucks. Alright, well we'll debate all of that. In just a few months, when it comes to the Stinker Madness Achievement and Bad Filmmaking Awards Awards. There you go. Did there Russell Crowe do anything this year? I don't think Russell Crowe did. Is he going to come in, is yeah, he gonna come I, in he as like a dark uh, horse? He hasn't really uh, caught my radar on anything really shitty. Neither is Will Smith, so. Hmm. Last but not least, now, I want to throw out a disclaimer beforehand uh, on this one. I This is not a stinker. However, this has got such a bad reputation for uh, what it is. That uh, I think it qualifies and is worth discussion, but uh, it's On Her Majesty's Secret Service on Hulu Plus. It's my favorite fucking movie, a James Bond movie anyway. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a bold statement. Actually, it's one of my favorite fucking movies. Hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's great. George Lazenby. That guy is fucking awesome. Well, I want to mention why I brought it up is because this is pretty much like regarded as the least popular James Bond movie out of all of them like you know oh there oh everybody it's Connery or more who's better Connery or more Connery or more and oh well fuck that George Lazenby guy you know it's like he's kind of like now treated as a joke it turns out that on her majesty's secret service was a riveting success yes they wanted him to be James Bond and he they didn't both sides had no interest. Well, they always wanted Dalton to do it. They always did want Dalton to do it. They always wanted yeah. Dalton to do it, and Dalton refused to do it because he was too young until he right. was finally old enough right. and did the two. Mm-hmm. When they put Lazenby in there, it was a success. They were like ready to sign him for five more movies, and him and his agent decided he would get typecast. Yep. So he decided to make Soldier of Fortune, which we watched Soldier of Fortune. The, uh, the director threw a real big fit about Lazenby as well. The producers wanted him, but the director apparently didn't like him because he was too young and cocky and, in fact, broke his arm just for fun. Like, I'm going to go skiing, guys. You ca- you guys can't stop me. You're not supposed to go skiing while you're on a fucking movie shoot yeah. for fun. And he breaks his arm and they had to take like six weeks off because fucking Lazenby broke his arm because he's a selfish dick. So they, the director didn't want him, but the producers are like, oh, he's the guy. He actually knew Kung Fu. He was one of the first uh early kung fu star i guess even I though he doesn't really during this movie oh really jackie fell asleep we did uh watch the whole thing eventually. i don't know yeah, that, we, uh, we picked it back up you can't blame that we yeah. fell asleep though because of the movie it, we were really tired yeah, yeah and i was gonna say that jackie is sort of indiscriminate in the movies that she falls asleep <laughs> during like predator yeah how did you fall asleep during predator oh god that's such a terrible movie <laughs> Do Jackie, you not uh, like the Predator? Huh. Okay. We know how Sam feels about Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Jackie, how do you feel? Well, I thought it was kind of boring. Um, and I, you know, at the very end where James Bond, his wife gets killed, it just was like, yeah. Spoiler they, alert. They should have just fucking killed her off beforehand. <laughs> like, she's on the time machine hit list. I can't think of her real name. It's Emma. She's Emma Peel from the uh, Avengers. Avengers yeah. 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 I mean, she's a really good looking lady. It's okay. But I was just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I just didn't like it. 
I uh, I'm in the same wheelhouse, Jackie. I thought it was painfully boring. I thought it was even just like, as boring as any other Sean Connery movie. I don't even know why anybody was like Sean Connery or Tom, Roger Moore. They don't even know that Lazenby exists because they're the same goddamn movies. They're boring as shit, except for the fucking like we're gonna blow the budget at hour. Two and a half. Here comes the budget. The rest of the time, it's just going to be him laying in bed talking about how much he likes ladies. The ski I don't hill fucking care. With the, he's got a lot of guts. That was funny. That's at the fucking end when they blew well, the budget. It's true. Boring. However, I'm still going to give it a do because it is much better than the reputation it has. Yeah, they do get really crazy with the Roger Moore, uh, Moonraker, and. Uh, Free Your Eyes Only and those ones yeah, those those are exciting. Are, yeah, I mean, I prefer Roger Moore over here. I, I like the Timothy Dalton ones, too. But Yeah, the Timothy Dalton ones, in terms of bad movies, are, are gold. Yeah. They are gold. So far, I'm I'm all about Daniel Craig. Huh. Well, those are actually, you know, palatable films. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say that those are sinkers, except for Quantum of Solace is awful. But uh, anyways, that's... Did you know that uh, Roger Moore was selected upon recommendation by George Lazenby? I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. He said okay. he didn't want to do it anymore? I know this guy, though. His name's Roger. He's been the saint for a few years. Mm, Roger and me. Different different movie. Different movie. Speaking of Roger and me, we've heard back on uh, Mac and Me. I've got some fan stuff. All of it's from Reddit. I don't think any of these people listen to Stinker Madness, but I want to share some thoughts on uh, Mac and Me because I, I, all three of us hated it. I just got a sealed copy. This is from Landon the White. I just got a sealed copy of this on VHS. It's now one of my favorites in my VHS collection. Do you think that he just owns it or has he seen it? And just because he says sealed, it's my favorite in my VHS collection. You should watch it and then be like, oh, uh, maybe he just likes the covers. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's a cover guy. April Fool's Day is a good one for him. Then. <laughs> <laughs> uh R.F. David says, I literally loved this movie as a kid. I truly believed that E.T. was not a, as good of a movie as Mac and Me. E.T. is a lot scarier. Yeah. M. Darby says, grew up on it and love it to this day. Discontinu Discontinuity says, fun fact, Jonathan Ward, the star of the movie, now runs Icon, which makes high-end restorations of Toyota Land Cruisers and other vehicles. Oh, how about that? Huh. Mm. And last but not least, Meaty says, also not to be confused with McGee and Me, which is another movie. Thanks, Aunt Liana? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Aunt Liana. <laughs> huh. So, uh, some people really still enjoy Mac and Me. I guess. I mean, it's it's a thing. Yeah, Maybe. I mean, the kid fell out of a wheelchair into the lake, so. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, that, that was probably the most exciting part of that movie. Hell, we did not. I didn't enjoy it. Also heard from Van Diver. Van Diver says, you know, Sam... With thermal invisibility, you would also be invisible to snakes that strike at heat. So there you go. Indiana Jones wishes he was thermal invisibility, man. Yeah, but you, it's not... It, if you, I was Indiana Jones and had thermal invisibility, it's if I was Sam and I had thermal... When was the last time you even fucking saw a snake? If I was... Well, right now I'd have a bunch of them and I'd be throwing them in here. <laughs> <laughs> they can see me! Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Wouldn't have to worry about any backfires on... They can't see me. <laughs> Fair enough. Still a shitty superpower. Oh yeah, I have, I have a really good one that I came up with. I'm excited about. All right, well, three weeks from now. Uh, yeah, a couple weeks away. Jackie, it's your movie this week, so that's a perfect segue. What are you going to bring us this week? So my superpower is being able to change in and out of outfits quickly. Hmm. Okay. 
kind of like the Superman thing, right? Where he run, he runs into the phone booth mm-hmm. and like two seconds later, he's got a different outfit on. Did you watch, because I gave you those, let you borrow all those Supermans. Did you watch the first one? Yes. You notice how they kind of gave up on him actually changing? Like he could just, he just like faded in a couple times towards the end. Yeah. I thought it was really fucking lazy. It was lazy. Continue with your argument. In- but why is this a great superpower? Uh-huh. One, you do not have to spend a lot of time at the mall to try on clothing. No, that's true. Okay, it's a time saver if you're a shopper. Yep. Which Jackie is. If you are a cheater, a serial cheater, or if you have multiple dates in one day and you're a slut bag, you can totally change clothes in between dates and then go to the same restaurant and they won't even know it's you. And if you're a thespian, you could do like 12 different parts. Yeah. Just like run off stage left, come back in something else. Mm, That's a pretty good argument. Yeah. Yeah. That was another one that I had coming. Huh. Master of disguise. Yep. So, uh, blend in anywhere. You uh, can get a lot more done. Well, maybe not a lot more done, but certainly more than I can get done because I take like an hour and a half to change out of my pajamas because I just like, ugh, clothes. Uh, but you could also become a, a, a respected actor, runway model. Run, oh, runway model. Yeah, there's career opportunities galore. If Those people are already acting. pretty fast at changing their clothes, but in their, yeah. in our defense, they're not wearing a whole lot. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, that's a good one, Jackie. Yeah, imagine if you had that superpower and you were, like, on Star Trek, and you were the Klingon, uh-huh. and you could get changed in and out of your outfit, bam! It, uh, speaking of, Worf would spend four hours getting his makeup on for every episode of yeah. TNG. Four hours of time that Worf no longer has to do sitting in a goddamn makeup chair thing. And all those people on freaking uh, Jupiter Sending with all their fucking makeup... Could you imagine going in there and being like, well, I'll show up six hours later than you will, elephant guy. I'm Bear Man. Digital. No, that, there, that was makeup shit. Huh. Not all of it, but some of it was some makeup shit. It. Elephant guy was makeup. Did it extend into makeup or is it just clothes? It's being able to change into different outfits and stuff. So outfits so all, include makeup. Well, then you could just be like the ultimate master of disguise super spy. Yeah, you could be a spy. Well, you, you could... You could change into those so how things does it now. Work? It just takes a long time to do that. What's gonna? What's stopping you right now from being super spy, Sam? Uh, well, effort would be the first. <laughs> yeah, thing. right, right, right. But what? What is changing uh, in and out of clothes fast? How does that benefit super spies? Because wonder if you're running away from somebody and you duck around the corner, change your clothes and your outfit real quick, and then you come back out and you look like somebody else. Yeah, but you still have to have the opportunity to duck around the corner. I think that's 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 like the worst sale for the superpower. I, I want to get chased. The only time I get to use my superpowers if I'm being chased? No! Wonder if you were in there trying to steal something. And then you, like, swap your clothes out as, for security guard? Don't forget you also have to have the clothes still. This isn't, like, you're not saying that the clothes just uh, yeah, that, are in your backpack. How does it How does it work? Yeah, dude. You would just you would have to have the clothes with you or have, like, yeah. a station. So you can just move really fast and you've applied it to changing clothes. Yeah. And putting on makeup. But yeah. you can only move fast when you're For like very things. short periods of time. And only localized for those maneuvers. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So I don't like the bank robber or the spy thing at all, but I do like the. Well, you acting. could apply it to a lot of different things. Yeah. No, I like it. Uh, I'm going to give it a, a, a five. I was going to give it a five, too. I think that's a really good superpower. Yeah. That's Thank you. That's clearly the highest powered superpower we brought into this. Uh, Superpower debate. Congratulations, Jackie. Sam? Thank you. Did you notice I changed my clothes during that whole podcast? <laughs> yeah, boy. He went from uh, a Speedo into a... Uh, a sweatshirt. A sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah, good job. 
Sam, what have you brought us on uh, Grumpy Cat? Grumpy Cat's worst Christmas ever was made last year in 2014. According to the fact on GrumpyCats.com, oh boy, Grumpy Cat was born on April 4th, 2012 in Morristown, Arizona, and she's actually named Tartar Sauce. I guess Grumpy Cat's just a stage name. <laughs> How... How does a cat get a fucking stage name? Well, its name is Tartar Sauce, and then they took a picture. Her appearance is due to uh, feline dwarfism. Is As it turns out, Tartar Sauce really isn't grumpy at all. Hmm. She enjoys all manner of cat play, including and especially hiding behind the curtains. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> this is so dumb. I'm. This is, <laughs> this is research, research upon the star of this movie. <laughs> From the horses, I mean, this is as respected an authority as you can get, the owner, <laughs> as well. Uh, Tartar Sauce seems like a real character. She became an internet sensation and most likely the world's most famous lolcat. After a photo of her was put on Reddit in September 2012, she was accused of ingenuine grumpiness via Photoshop. Her owners then posted some videos on YouTube, which showcased Tartar Sauce, Tartar Sauce's very real, very grumpy face. <laughs> This was followed by a viral fire, which culminated in a website, a series of books, T-shirts, and this fucking movie. <laughs> and don't forget the stuffed animals that I just yeah, saw. Stuffed them animals. All. I didn't even see the stuffed animals on the website. Yeah, maybe they're licensed. <laughs> maybe they're licensing out Grumpy Cat, so only like Fred Meyer's got exclusivity on Grumpy Cat sales this year. You want the hottest toy? Come to Fred Meyer because we've got it. It's Grumpy Cat. <laughs> you know. They had a lot of them, like a lot, like nobody had bought one yet. The other thing is, is that it's spelled wrong because it's tartar sauce. Mm. And mm. The, the cat's yep. name is tartar sauce with a D and it's all one word. Tar spell it. I don't know what you're T -A -R -D -A -R. saying. T-A-R-D-A-R. Tardar. Tardar. Hmm. Tardar. Tardar sauce. That's why the cat hates them. It has that look on its yes. face. Why well, I thought that was because of feline dwarfism, which I've never heard of before now. Uh, director Tim Hill is a usual suspect when it comes to pumping out shit. He also directed Muppets from Space, Max Keeble's big movie, Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties, and the Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. He is currently remaking Short Circuit. Oh, huh. We should remember Max Keeble from last Christmas as the movie that I was hornswoggled into picking was Home Alone 3, which had a lot of nothing to do with Christmas and more than a little to do with pissing me off for two weeks. <laughs> Alex D. Wynn, D. Lenz was uh, Max Keeble. And Alex Pruitt, the lead character in Home Alone 3. So this Correct. guy did a movie with Alex D. Lenz in it. Yeah, that's... One of, that's, uh, one of several. Two years in a row, we're making that connection. Yeah. Hmm. This is the second internet meme to become a full-length movie. Not a feature film, but a uh, full-length movie. Because mm. this was made for TV. That's the other thing that it has yeah, in yeah, common this, with... Yeah, this is a Lifetime movie. With Home Alone is that they're both Lifetime movies. Um, or Home Alone 3, anyway. The first was Safety Not Guaranteed. Oddly, both films feature Aubrey Plaza, because Aubrey Plaza is the voice of Grumpy Cat in this movie, because the cat talks. Okay. Don't know who that is. Aubrey Plaza? Yeah, sorry. She's in a lot of stuff. She's in the, whatever, the Parks and Rec. Okay. All right. Should be noted that I would very much like to make the sex to Aubrey Plaza. Okay. 20 years from now, is she going to be on your time machine hit list? I would suppose so. Or if, like, she's somehow unbeknownst to me gotten into a relationship she would already be on it because i just travel back in time to like right before that happened ah. but then i wouldn't be a very good future man and it wouldn't work <laughs> look i've got look i've got next week's newspaper oh you went to kinko's fuck you hits me with an umbrella and some 
some mace. Are we gonna bang? Like, the future depends on you. <laughs> yeah, future man. God, this pepper spray burns. You're not gonna do purr into any type of uh, physical contact with your with your. No, I just I'd be like using skills. my one time machine to go back in time once to be like, you shouldn't go out with that guy. And she's like, what are you talking about? He's way better looking than you. <laughs> Fuck. Did you realize that I just cost myself a week? That's all I have. Really. <laughs> it's not. Well, that research, I got to say, Sam, that was the cat's ass. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting the whole day for that one. Well, the movie is on YouTube. It might also be on like Lifetime Video On Demand. I don't even know if they have video on demand, but uh, it's on YouTube. It's an hour. The good news is it's an hour and 10 minutes, so it's uh, barely even a movie. <laughs> they don't have video on demand. They have Lifetime. I demand my wife stops making me watch this shit. It's a demand. I got it. <laughs> Pretty sure that if you're watching Lifetime on a regular basis, you are alone. Yeah. yeah you're, Dreaming you're... about the man who's going to come to your door with a thing of chicken. From from the future. Yes. <laughs> with a Kinko's newspaper and an umbrella. This is next week's chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I must have sex with you, future man. All right. Come back to us on Monday. Get to the chopper. Thank you for listening to Stinker Madness. If this is your first time, we hope you enjoyed it and we'll come back to listen more. But now, we'd like to ask all of our listeners for a small favor. We aren't ranking as high as we'd like, and we need your help. Would you please take just a couple of minutes to rate and review us on your preferred listening platform, be it iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever else you can. It takes many hours each week to bring you this show, and just a couple seconds of your time is a huge help for us. And for those of you that have already done this, we say thank you. <laughs>